Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you as we do every week from the upstairs room at Half Hill's own Lazy Turnip Inn. And it's listener letter time. This week's letter is from Meyer Starbinder, who writes to us all the way from Silver Moon City. And they write, <clears throat> Dear Tosh Mafuni, I recently paid a visit to your quaint little corner of the world. That's interesting. And despite the lack of conveniences, I was generally pleased? Huh. I would strongly recommend that someone address the rather significant vermin problem that I observed in your area. How can one have a civilized society when such creatures are present? Respectfully, Meyer Starbinder, Apprentice Magister, Silver Moon City. <clears throat> well, um, Apprentice Magister Starbinder, there's an old Pandaren saying, if the Shah of Pride whispers something in your ear, you should probably just keep it to yourself. Thanks for writing. And now, on with the news. Rumors are circulating throughout all Azeroth that former Horde War Chief Thrall may be coming out of his long self-imposed seclusion. Adventurers are returning with whispered stories that Varrock Sourfang may have sought out the great shaman to enlist his assistance in a possible bid to wrest leadership of the Horde from War Chief Sylvanas Windrunner. There are no reports of any response to these rumors from current leadership of either faction. But we here at the Half-Hill Report, along with all other peace-loving individuals throughout Azeroth, hope that this may be a change for the better that will allow all races to focus on healing our wounded home. And speaking of healing wounds, the fine vendors at Half Hell Market have all the farm and garden supplies you need to heal those pesky wounds inflicted by pests and weeds around the home and farm. Next time you're in Half Hill, why not stop by and browse the wonderful selection of products and services at prices that won't wound your budget. Half Hill Market, open every day all year round. A world of shopping right here in our own backyard. It's time now for the Rijak Report, a semi-regular report from our goblin in the field. Take it away, Rijak. Hey college, Rijak here with another war report for you. This time I'm sending it from Thousand Needles. Yep, I'm back in the old world. Zandalar is uh, still a little too hot for me right now, so I'm setting up a deal way out here. It's gonna be a good one though. Lots of potential. <laughs> you know that uh, boat thing they got going on where the speedway used to be before uh, Deathwing blew things up? Yeah, that place. A gathering of boats. Well, that's coming up in just a few weeks, and I figure that wherever there's lots of folks gathering, there's opportunity. And boy, did I found a doozy. It's hot in Thousand Needles, even with all the water. And what are two things people want when it's hot? Yeah, beer and ice cream. 
Hey, you Pandarans and the dwarves got the beer trade locked up, but not the ice cream. And I don't have to start from scratch, neither. There's this gnome here, name of, uh, what is it, Brivolthwerp. And he's got a boat out in the lake where he sells one kind of ice cream in small quantities. But he's got dreams, big dreams, just like me. He wants to expand and make silithid-free sorbet, ooey-gooey gelato, frozen cream custard, and Brivelthwerp's crunchy ice cream bar. I'm going to make a small investment to help him out with the development, and then we are going to sell a bundle of ice cream when all the tourists are here for the festival. <laughs> what do you think of that idea, huh? That's a good one. I'll get back to you on how it all works out in a couple of weeks. Oh, and college, you may have heard. It's been all people are talking about wherever I've been. Sourfang has found Thrall out in the Grand. I gotta tell you, I got mixed feelings about that. I knew Thrall, you know, when I was uh, just a kid. My family and I escaped from Kazan, but only my sister and I made it to the Lost Isles. Thrall was in charge of the operations there, and he, uh, well, he sort of took care of us, all us little goblins. You know, he had lots to do with the Alliance invasion and all, but he always checked out to see that we were warm and fed. And he also got us safely to Orgrimmar. I only seen him at a distance since, when he was war chief and all, but I never forgot what he did for no profit at all. He's a good orc, and I'm sort of sad that he has to come out of that well-earned retirement to fight again. Plus, a war between the factions of the Horde ain't gonna be good for business. But he must be doing what he thinks is right, and that's good enough for me. Well, <laughs> ice cream is certainly the safest idea Rizak has come up with in a while. I mean, what could possibly go wrong there? And hey, he actually reported on something war-related. The Rizak Report is sponsored by the Keen Bean Kaffa Company, a Grummel-owned and operated Kaffa bean trading company. Keen Bean Kaffa. Good beans, good Kaffa. Checking the Azeroth calendar, well, it's been a quiet week here in Azeroth with several springtime celebrations wrapping up last week. But if you're a pet collector, like our correspondent Eamon Wetbranch, in just three days a week-long worldwide tournament will be underway. This is a great chance for you and your pets to gain valuable experience in this fun and unique pastime. The one-day Glowcap Festival in Zangermarsh will be happening at the end of this month, and shortly after that, the Thousand Boat Bash and Thousand Needles will be here. Professor Talib and I did a field report on this fun event in a broadcast last year. It's time now for our weekly feature, The Inside Story, with everyone's favorite Draenei food and lodging critic, Velmic. Well, Velmic, our... You recovering from our visit to the World's End Tavern in Shatrath last week? Hey there, Tosh. <laughs> I suppose I could ask you the same question. That was quite a party that Harris Pilton and her friends threw for us. Boy, was it ever. That was quite a place, and Harris and her friends were, um, enthusiastic. But I was very happy to get back home to the peace and quiet here in Half Hill. When we wrapped up last week, you told us that you and Demesis were going to head back 
to that part of the world to visit a place called Talar. How was it? Well, Talar, which is in southern Nagrand, is very important place because it is here that the Kuranai made their home in Nagrand. I'm, I'm sorry, Kuranai. I, I don't really know who they are. Ah, well, Kuranai is Drenai word for redeemed. They are Drenai peoples who used to be enslaved. Sometimes they are called the broken, and they broke free and are rebuilding their culture. Oh, that, that sounds so sad. Yes, little bit sad, but also very inspiring. The Kuranai are very proud and good and honorable Drenai, who are very loyal to friends and allies. Anyway, Telar sits high on hill and has beautiful view of Nagrand. From town you can see amazing floating lake islands over valley. Telar is also noted for breeding amazing war talbucks. Trader Narasu has selection of these magnificent mounts, but you can only get them if the Kuranai know you very well. Demesis and I spend little time with leader of town, a Kuranai by name of Arakran, who was interesting guy. Seems to worry a lot about his son Korki. Ha! <laughs> Fathers and sons, huh? What do you mean by that? Uh, nothing. Go ahead. Okay. Well, we did see building where Dranai interrogator Khan was holding blood knights in prison. Demesis and I both saw Kuranai guards beating prisoner there. Oh, that, uh, that must have been difficult. Oh, it was. I was going to say something, but Demesis hold me back, saying that Kuranai were at war and this was enemy soldier. But she did tell me later that seeing this would have effect on her decision on whether to fight for alliance. Well, from what I know of Demesis, I'm sure she'll make a wise decision. So you've told us a little bit about the town and the people. How was the inn? Well, the inn at Tilar, which has no name, is large and beautiful Dranai building, and Demesis and I felt right at home there. It was strange thing, though. I think maybe caregiver Isel knew I was food and lodging critic, and maybe even though I was coming this week, she wouldn't give me menu. She had laid out several tables with nice selections of stew and fish, lovely fruits, and would not take any money. But Demesis did manage to sneak menu from behind bar, and she told me it was little limited with no strong drink. Demesis was very excited about Tigul and Forer's strawberry ice cream. So we did convince caregiver Isel to let us buy that, which seemed like very reasonable price for such delicious desserts. Demesis loved ice cream, didn't care so much for soup and rest of food. Some of furnishings look like they need some repair, but the Kur and I have had such hard time, I give them pass on that. Well, the food sounds like it was good. How were the accommodations? Oh yes, upstairs was large room for sleeping with four beds, two which had very nice mattresses and two which were just regular straw ticking. It did seem like maybe someone stays there on regular basis because shelves had clothes and one table between beds had a book, a quill and what looked like fresh bowl of potion. 
could use railing at top of ramps, though, up to room. Uh, I took little fall when going back down. I think they do a very good job given difficulties for the Kurenai. So, what's your final rating of the inn at Talar? After talking over with Demesis, I decide to give inn at Talar five crystals. Wow, you don't give out many five crystal reviews. You sure you weren't influenced by the free meal there, buddy? Oh, come on, Tosh, you know me better than that. But the fact that they were Dranai and the pretty good strawberry ice cream didn't hurt. <laughs> okay, I was just giving you a hard time. So, where to next week? Well, I got some happy news. I get letter from Tao Lin, and she is coming home for weekend leave. So, we are going to stay close to home with Alice, and we are going to visit the Tian Monastery in the Jade Forest. Well, that is great news. We'll look forward to hearing about that. Until next week, Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Aka, Tush. See you next week. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, where innkeeper Leilan and bartender Denden are always there to deliver up the very best in Pandaren hospitality and drinks, including cold, refreshing Storm Stout Brew, brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarens at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Well, thanks for joining us again this week, folks. And be sure to tune in later this week for a new show, Cleaning Up, with Minji Dokond. Join Minji as she gives valuable advice on the wisdom of clearing out your home and farm and keeping only those things that evoke the Shah of joy. See you next time, and remember, free Pandaria. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com. Thank <laughs> you.